Hello, today we are starting our podcast, talking to you James, because I saw you start the podcast and I want to start a podcast, but my podcast isn't going to be about no history, my podcast is going to be about some Warhammer 40,000 and other assorted things, like maybe I'll do some D&D, maybe I'll do some other stuff, so today I thought we'd go over the basic 9th edition rules and which is the one page of basic rules that just came out like two days ago okay and since we're plugging this in let's plug in and get into it so we have our so i'll be going over the basic rules which is page two and three well, I'll be going over the rules key and the basic rules. Actually, we don't need to go over the rules key. We're going over the basic rules. So, if we go over the basic rules, some of the basic rules. This is mostly just going to be me reading him, reading them, and kind of teaching. These, The rules on this page contains everything you need to know in order to use your Citadel Miniatures collection to wage glorious battle across the war-torn galaxy. If you don't know what Citadel Miniatures are, it's the miniatures you get off of... Wherever you're buying them from, Amazon, if you live in somewhere in the UK, you probably buy them off Element Games, because that's the only place you should be buying them off. They don't ship to the US tier. Um, um, or Games Workshop or whatever. All viable things, or probably eBay, because that's where you can actually get cheap stuff. But, your pseudo miniatures are your tiny little plastic guys that you've probably already put together. And painted, hopefully. If you don't have paint, go buy paint. Because Citadel paint costs a lot, but it's, like, the only paint that works. And the following section of rules explains how to play Warhammer on the only mission it gives you in this tiny little little bit of info that it gives you on this couple-page thing of 26-page rulebook, which is nowhere near as long as the 8th edition rulebook. That was like 100 pages of rules. But then again, this is just the core rules and only one mission, because most of those other, the 8th edition rulebook rules were just missions. I mean, it was a 300-page rulebook. 200 of the pages were lore, 150 of the pages were actual rules, and then 50 of the other pages were just missions. But so you, after you put together your army and you have a certain amount of power level and points, those are the two systems you use to measure the amount of like how powerful your army is. Like, let's say one space marine. Those are your default space marine units or Adeptus or Astartes. Astartes are basically just imagine Fallout, Fallout power suits. Now genetically enhance the humans and then throw them in power suits and give them giant assault rifles that shoot exploding penetrating bullets and now you kind and then have them blue or green or whatever chapter they are i'm probably saying a lot of stuff and if you're new to warhammer you have no clue what that is i might go over the lore later although i'm gonna have to do a lot of reading up on the lore because i'm not a huge lore fan i'm more about the rules and how to play the game but you build your army and each singular model is referred to as a model a group of models is referred to as a unit and each model has a power level well each model has a points cost each unit has a power level so power level is more broad and less math related i always prefer to use points because it's a lot more exact 
and that's what a lot of people like to use because it's just a lot more fair. It's more fair when you have it that way. But and then you have that and your army is the collection of models that you're commanding and then there's data sheets which we'll be going over probably later. And then we have keywords and keywords are usually stuff in bold which are like tag they're like infantry units that means that rule only would apply to infantry units or vehicles would only uh, do to vehicles or chapter certain chapters of space marines equal certain things and then there's legions which apply to the chaos space marines which are just like evil space marines that have been corrupted and then there's other stuff and then there's keywords that are and when keywords are when it's bold keywords surrounded in like the the triangle things that are turned sideways, kind of like if you turn deep base, deep beside sideways, or if you put like jagged teeth on it, it kind of look like a mouth. Put those on the inside of that, and that means like a regiment keyword. Because in the Astromilitarum, which is a different army, there's like regiments of certain things. So say have like the um things, the the monster mouth things when you put teeth on them. The, the, I don't know how to explain it. But when keywords are inside the arrows point, um, it means that you there are certain things to choose from that apply to certain units. And then there's units, a group of models. Friendly models are all models in the same army. Enemy models are all models in the opponent's army. Friendly units are all units in the in your army and enemy units are all units in the opposing army and then there's in um engagement range although they they renamed it from eighth edition um it's it used to be called unit coherency it's now called engagement range wait what oh they made it closer okay that's bad Okay, so you, all your models in a unit have to be one inch horizontally of each other and five inch vertically. So let's say they're half an inch horizontally and then three inches up and then another half inch horizontally. They would be considered in engagement range. And then your battlefield is what the board you're playing on. And then there's terrain that blocks the line of sight. We'll probably be going over that later. And then we have... Well, no, that's still call it. Oh, wait, no. Why is it? Oh, it's, oh, engagement range is, like, um, it means engagement range by, like, engagement range. Oh, it's melee range. It's where you get to hit them with your stuff. And then unit coherency has two inch horizontally and five inch vertically. And then... When the unit has six or more models, it has to be in coherency with two models at once. Because in 8th edition, there was this really weird thing where people would put their models in a line and span back from, like, because there's characters that have area of effect bonuses. So if you have, like, a big unit of, like, ten people, you could span them back to a character, get the bonus, and then span them back all the way across the field so they could be fighting, like, more than, let's say, ten inches away from that character, which is how big, like, let's say how big the area of effect was. Because part of them were inside that, it considered all of them had that bonus. 
and then there's all things are measured in inches. Um, if it's infantry or anything with a base, it's measured from the base. And if it's like armor, well, if it's anything that has a hole, which is not anything that doesn't have a base, is measured from the hole. Um, any of the part I'm grading over the rules right now. And then there's dice. You'll probably need like 40 odd d6s. And then um, d3s is a term you're going to heal here a lot. A d3 is a d6 that you divide in half, rounding up. So let's say you roll a two, you divide in half, and then you do one. Then you have a one. A um. Round up, always round up. That's always a thing. Always round up. You always apply modifiers in the following order. Division, multiplication, addition, then subtraction. So it's kind of like order of operations, but like a bit skewed. Because you always do division first, then you always do multiplication first, then always a, div a division, and, always and then subtraction. I've never seen division. And... Dice rolls cannot be modified to less than one. So, that's a big thing. Um, rerolls. When it says reroll, it means you can reroll a dice again. Rerolls are applied before modifiers, if there is any. Unmodified dice. A result after a reroll before modifiers, if any. Now, this big thing. Big thing. This is like a big thing. If you took out this rule, it would break the game. When it, you can never, ever, ever re-roll a re-roll. There's no rule that ever can break that rule. You never get to re-roll a re-roll. Never. And then there's... Oh, dang it, I just scrolled up a page. Just a sec. Okay, so like... When, in an area effect, they changed it so that, basically, let me read you what it says. If a rule says it affects a model that are within, then it applies so long as any part of the model's base or hull, because of vehicles, is within the specified distance. If a rule says that its modifiers are wholly within, then it only applies to every part of the model's base or hull when within the specified distance. If the rule says that units are within, when it then it applies so long as any part of the model's base or hull is within the specified distance. So basically, model within any part of the model's base or hull. Model wholly within every part, all of the model's base. Unit within every model within. Whole, unit wholly within every model within. And then wobbly model is a term that a lot of people use. They call it wobbly model syndrome, which is basically when your models can't stand up, you will put them in a place where you actually can stand them up. So they give a bit of leniency, so you can kind of cheat the system and move it in a certain way where you can move extra and get your guys in range. But usually you don't do that because that's just rude. You don't try and use that to your advantage and then usually if you ever have like something like two things that have certain things that are supposed to happen at the same time roll a d6 highest wins this is the 
only time, only, 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 only time, this is the absolute only time this happens, if it's a tie, roll it again. Only time you ever get to do that. And then sequencing, if several rules are supposed to be resolved at the same time, roll off. And... So starting strength is the number of models in a unit when it is added to your army. So basically, if you start with 10, 10 models, then, or one unit with 10 models, it's starting strength. If it has 4 or below, then it's considered below half strength. And then it's starting, then it has less than half strength. When the last model of that unit is destroyed, it is said to be destroyed because the last model has just been destroyed. So that kind of makes sense. And then we move on to actually, would I consider this the core rules? Uh, no, we're going over data sheets in a bit. So that would be it for now. Thanks for listening. And I know this is taking up a bit of your time, and I'll try to fit a bit more humor maybe in. But thanks for listening. I'll be happy to put out more, always and forever, but let's go. See you soon, hopefully.